Maybe. Yeah. We're out. Good evening, everyone. Chris Schultz along with Gary Hoff. We are doing our 2019. This is podcast number two, Gary. Number two. How you doing? I'm doing good. Ready to go. A lot, of, a lot of interesting games this year. Yeah. So uh, we'll, let's let's get to some. It's good to see you. We're gonna do some. Uh, we're gonna talk about the schedules a little bit. We're not sure mm -hmm. how long this thing will go. We will go through every team. All sixteen. Hey, one thing I want to throw out there at you. I don't know if you know anything about it. There are rule changes. Not for this year, 2019, but for 2020 mm. uh, on the playoff end of things. Are you up to date on that, Gary? A, a, little, uh, a little bit. A little bit. Gone is the six. Well, not this year, but next year. Gone is the six wins. You got to scoot over. Our fans can't see. Well, well, but, uh, okay, I'm here. I'm not, I'm go, gone are the there. six in, uh, in, 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 automatically in, which I think a lot of people like. Uh, it, it will... Uh, Eliminate this people trying to maybe schedule the softer schedules um, just, just to get the six wins, right? And uh, you get a little bit more points for uh, Good losses, right? Scheduling the tougher teams losing you get more uh, points playoff points in, in terms of, of those losses um, I don't think you get I don't think you get points for a good loss because I mean, You get points based on your uh, opponent's record. Right. You could lose sixty-six to nothing, or you could lose seven-six, and I believe you get the same amount of oh, points. Okay, understood. Understood. So yes, you're that right. was one of the things right. as an yeah. athletic director that I didn't like about it. But mm -hmm. I do think uh, it's probably a good thing. Me and my, our, you know, my school's having their right. first varsity team this year, and we just went out and, you know, we had zero wins last year as a varsity right. program. So anybody we play is is most likely better than us. But we looked at it down the road, yeah. and what I came to the conclusion, and our head coach came to the conclusion, is it will make it easier scheduling. But you, I don't think you will see big Class A teams coming down to play smaller teams, even though they're no. good. I think what will happen is the good Class A schools will play the good Class A schools, mm -hmm. uh, or, or even lower-level Class A schools will play other Class A schools. But I don't think you'll see people playing up and down right. because it's going to hurt somebody somewhere. Right. Uh, but I do think games will get scheduled. I think it's important to be in a conference. Which, yeah, that'll help. you got to be in a league, you got to be in a conference, an association, whatever. And you're going to play teams most mostly in your division. Yeah, in your, exactly. In your class. So my school is most yeah. likely going to end up Division 6. Mm -hmm. We would try and play Division 5 and 6 schools yes. for the most part. We do have a couple of schools this year that would fall into seven or eight, and we do have a couple that would fall into three and four. So it kind of balances out for us. I don't know if those teams will want to play us in the future that are a little bit bigger than us right. or those that are that are lower than us if it's all about the playoffs. If it's just about, you know, some schools don't even worry about the playoffs, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's a good thing in general, but that was something I wanted to throw out there. Do you have any other thoughts on well, that? If not, yeah. we can get into scheduling. Quickly, you know what division you're going to be in prior to the season that, that's, starting. That's huge, yeah. Uh, vice guessing and waiting until after week nine to know what division you're in and know right. what teams you might be playing. Uh, you'll know that as the season goes uh, and then before the season. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit of a twist as well. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. Let's uh, so let's and dive like into and like uh, 
Let's dive into our schedule analysis. Are we on? Uh, I think I'm on over here. Okay. Hopefully we are. Yeah, yeah we're, we're cooking along. We're so we're ruining our podcast, but we're, we're moving along. Okay. okay, so let's jump into the schedule. And we're going to start in the SEC. And we're going to go with Monroe. Uh, they, they were 7-4 and four last year. They were in the playoffs. Uh, they have, it looks like a five-game league schedule, and they have four non-league contests. Why don't right. you uh, talk about the teams that jump out at you there? Well, I, I highlighted four games. It's cool that they start off with the Roosevelt. I think that's a... Why not Roosevelt week that, one? That's a pretty darn good matchup right there. They're on the road. Okay. That won't be easy. I think... Uh, did they finish six and four last Wind year? Why not was six and four yeah. last year? You'll be hard pressed to find them with that many losses right. in the season. Right. I, I don't want to say it was a down year because they made the playoffs, but it was a little down by the I think standards. they'll be strong. I think they'll be strong this yeah, year. Yeah, they're very well coached, yep. Ron Adams over there. So so that's a tough opener mm-hmm. for, for the Trojans. Uh, that would be an excellent win. Uh, another game I highlight is, is, of course, Celine. Yeah, obviously. To the win Kings. the SEC, you, you got to beat Celine. you got to yep. go through them. And they've sure. got them at home this year. Okay. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, the, the crosstown rival, Bedford. Um, yeah. You love Bedford this year. They're, you think, think they're going to be, be strong. Uh, new coach in Bedford. Bedford was 6-5 and five last year, made the playoffs. All right. How will they adjust to the new coach? That's usually a tough thing, but um, you, you never know. And they got that game at home. So, Selena at home, Bedford at home, and uh, the closer at Lake Gore, and they lost that last year. Right. And uh, that's, another tough, that's another tough game. So, for the Trojans, uh, Coach Ontario didn't do himself any favors. He did not. He's not one of those coaches that schedules to get the six wins. He opened up with Roosevelt, a very quality program, and closes the season with a big school on the road at Lake Orion. And both those games are on the road. Both bookend games are on the road. So those are tough games. They're not playing Jackson this year. They lost to them. Uh, they replaced them with uh, with Fenton. Fenton, who was seven and three and made the playoffs right, last year. Right. So that's not an easy game. No, uh, at all. Okay, so there there's the Monroe Trojans. Next, we have uh, Bedford Kicking Mules, and they were six and five, like we had mentioned uh, earlier. They made the playoffs. I want you to give us uh, their thoughts or your thoughts on the Bedford Mules. Go well, ahead, Gary. Yeah, you, you've mentioned that you like them. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know about the, the 2019 Kicking Mules quite as much as you do, but um, they do open up at home against Sterling Heights Stevenson. That's a that's another big school, mm-hmm. and uh, they got the best of them last year, uh, did Sterling Heights, and uh, they're looking to get a little bit of revenge at home. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting opener. And I, other games I had highlighted, of course, I mean, the SEC are talking about Celine, and mm-hmm. uh, they got them at home. Uh, so that's an interesting matchup. And of course, the tough road games at Pioneer, at Monroe, uh, those games will be uh, difficult. So this, you know, the schedule, if they can, if they can start off at home, they got. It's interesting. They, if the schedule is right on uh, MHSAA, they start off with four home games in a row, and they end up with four out of five on the road. So, um, you know, with the new coach, maybe that that's something that you know that that's a good thing for them. They start those first four games off at uh, at home, right? And uh, you know, I, I can see them going four and zero there. Sterling Heights, Stevenson, Flushing, Ipsy, Lincoln, and Skyline. Yeah, uh, and Ipsy, I think Lincoln, uh, Ipsy Community and Skyline. I think they can go out, start off four and zero there. Flushing will be a tough game. Yeah. Flushing was seven and three last year. They were a playoff team, mm-hmm. so so that's uh, you know they probably don't know a lot about Flushing. I know right. I probably don't. No. I just know that they made the playoffs and they play up there in the Flint area. Well, I think they played Airport so uh, uh, years past one of the playoff games quite a few years ago. But yeah, that's okay. all I know about them. But yeah, they start off at home. They come out of their four and zero 
They go to Huron, and then the big uh, home matchup with Celine. Okay. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, see what happens. Yeah. There. All right. Well, let's jump over to uh, let's go to the Downriver League, and let's go to uh, well the only team we cover, which yeah. would be the Carlson Marauders, and I'm going to pull them up here on my iPad. And Carlson was eight and two last year. Uh, normally, the schedule doesn't change much because the Downriver League had 10 teams. Right. But with Melvindale leaving to go out to the Western Wayne, that leaves them an opening in the schedule. And Carlson went out and got themselves a nice non-league opponent. Gary, why don't you talk about well, Carlson? Harper schedule. Woods is a school that's jumped up 300, 400 kids in the enrollment this year. I'm not sure exactly why. You might know, but I don't know why they jumped up so many students. They had 500 kids last year. They're over 800 now. Um, made the playoffs last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if they if they got one of those coaches. That's they just brought in the coach. Uh, yeah. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't want to butcher it. I think I know who it is. But anyways, he came over from East English Village. Okay. Uh, the Ville was very good okay. while he was there. Okay. Well, and there you he, have it. he took his uh, brand. brand and act over to uh, Harper Woods. <laughs> and, and Harper Woods has nice facilities over there. Yeah. So uh, they ought to be a, a, a pretty good uh, week seven test yeah. for Carlson. Uh, Harper Woods was was eight and three last year and made the playoffs. Yeah. Why don't you touch on the rest of well, the, the schedule? Yeah, games they, jump some of the games yeah. that got highlighted like on the road here, uh, game two, uh, Woodhaven. Yep. Uh, that was a great contest last year. They were eight and two. You last were at year, that Woodhaven game. Was. You were at that game, weren't you? I think I was. Yeah, I, I don't think remember. you were at that game. It was. It was Woodhaven won forty nine thirty five though. I know that. Okay, and uh, yeah, so that's a, that's a tough contest. That that's, might be the battle for the for the conference right there in week two. Mm -hmm. um, very well could be. Another one I mentioned, uh, highlighted here, at Trenton. Um, yep. Kind of a border war there. Well, what happened last year was uh, Carlson beat Trenton in week two. Mm -hmm. it, it was, what, maybe 35-24 or right. something like that. But I don't think that game was that close. But then Trenton played them mm -hmm. in the playoffs. And beat them 22-21 uh, right. to kind of shock the Marauders. So that was one. I think another game that jumps out is certainly uh, Allen Park, who was nine and three last year. They were in the playoffs as well. They got them at home. So that so. ought to be a, a, a tough game for the uh, the Marauders of it, Carlson. It should be your usual tough games. And I mean, you got your three, four teams, and then your a couple of also rans in there. But uh, Harper Woods is a is, is interesting. We'll see what they what that'll, they bring to the that'll table. That'll be interesting. That is see. on the road. Yeah. So okay, let's jump over to the the LCAA, and we are going to talk about the Dundee Vikings, who were five and four last year. Uh, the nice thing about the LCAA is their non-league schedule is two non-league games right. in week one and week two, mm -hmm. and then they get into the meat of the schedule. Uh, Gary, your thoughts on uh, Dundee? Well, they open up with uh, Summit Academy. Um, you know a little bit about them, but Summit was five and four last year. Right. And uh, they're improving. They got a lot of kids playing football over there, so yeah. they're going to be better than the years past. And, and Stockbridge at home, so they travel to Romulus. Got Stockbridge at home. I'm thinking they can come away with two and zero there. Yeah, Stockbridge was one and eight last year, right. and uh, Dundee did beat them fifty four to eight. Okay, and last then season. and then if, if they come out of that two and zero, that's when the season starts for them. They are on the road at Hudson, which is not an easy place. To play, right? Uh, most teams do not come out of there with a, with a W. So at Hudson, then home against uh, Ida, Blissfield, Brooklyn Columbia Central. I mean, the list is the LCA. I've said it the last few years. It's just it's a juggernaut. I mean, it's 
There's no easy games. There's very, very, very few breaks in the LCAA. And, uh, you know, starting off with Hudson, Ida, and Blissfield. Yeah, and, uh, and, that's I, yeah, and I, I highlighted week four, Ida, who was 8-3 and three last year, and then week seven, Brooklyn, Columbia, Central, who was 9-2. and two. Obviously, right. both playoff teams. So uh, they're going to have their work cut out for them down there. But uh, I tell you what, from a certainly, well, I would think, you know, coaches, players, and fan perspective, you'd rather play a tough schedule. And sure. I, I'm, I'm sure they're excited to play in their sure. league again. We're, we're not going to talk about records. Or what, what, you know, nah, we'll, we'll get to uh, that down the road. But, down um, the road. I mean, we don't yeah. know anything about the teams. We don't. You know, sometimes we'll at get this time, that. you know, in June, you don't even know who's going out for the team. That's true. You know, so true. or who's moving in the or, or what's going on. Know. Exactly. That's right. So, all right, let's jump into uh, Erie Mason. Erie Mason uh, Eagles, they were 1-8 and eight last year. Once again, same thing. Uh, first two weeks of the season are non-league games. Uh, why don't you talk about those games? Yeah, I got the first two games highlighted. They need to win those two games. Yeah, they do. It's, it's I not, agree. It's not going to be easy. Summerfield is a quality program. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't have bad years over there. They're, they're they're very consistent. You know, one of the things that would I would think would help Erie Mason this year. They lost what forty one thirty four last year. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a brand new coach over at Summerfield. Uh, sometimes that makes a difference. You know, sure. if you're bringing in a veteran coach, you know maybe it doesn't so much. But uh, when you bring in a younger guy, maybe with a little bit less experience. You know, there is an advantage for the, the coach who's been around his program a little bit. So, you know, I think that's a winnable game in week one and then week it's two. It's at, it's at home. Okay. Week, week two at, at BD. Okay. They can get that W. They can, yeah. yeah. Britton Deerfield was 1-8 and eight last year, and that was Mason's only win, a 34-26 right. victory. Right. And uh, I do think Britton Deerfield will be much improved this year. Okay. They're well coached. They I did, think Mason uh, will be improved. Too. Yeah, well, they will. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that Britton Deerfield did was they kept their JV team together. Mm. Okay. They tried to keep all their freshmen and sophomores down, mm. played a schedule, uh, and then I think you're going to see some of those kids move up. We played them in JV last year, and they had an offensive line that looked like a varsity line, mm. all sophomores, and then a real nice young quarterback who was the coach's son. I'm assuming he's going to step in this year. Sure. Other than that, I don't know much about about BD. Well, what once else they, on that well, once they get else? through those two games, uh, boy, like just like for Dundee, here comes the LCAA right in your face. But, but the the first two are at home, Hillsdale and Hudson. Well, and I yeah. highlighted Week Three right. because if they're two and zero and they're playing Hillsdale, who was eight and two last year, right. and kind of beat them, doubled them up, fifty two twenty six last year, that's a big game for Erie Mason. And sure. if they can compete, you know, and, and you know, win that game, right. you know, that really is going to go a long way for It comes down season. to defense with Erie. It really does. It comes down to defense. You're talking Hillsdale, Hudson, Ida, and BCC, first four games in the LCAA. That's brutal. That's tough. Um, yeah. You know, but we do think Mason will be improved this year. They're going to improve every year, um, you know, over the next couple of years, I do believe, in, in, in this year. Let's see. I think they take that next step forward, and they really surprise some people. Right. Okay. Well, let's, let's jump into Ida. Uh, the Ida Blue Streaks were eight and three last year, and uh, same thing. First two weeks are non-league games. Give us your thoughts. on I those. love the first game. I love Ida versus Airport. I yeah, think that's a great game. Airport was four and five last yeah. year. I, I'm, I'm, you know, Ida has opened up the last five seasons against Jefferson, right? And now they're switching over to Carlton Airport. I love your on-league team. I like that as well. That's a great game. It's uh, at home for Ida. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Airport's going to give them all they can handle. Um, 
I'm not going to pick a winner, but I, I, I think sure. that's just going to be a great football game. you got the Huron League versus the LCA, and there's going to be a lot of, you know, trying to prove what league is better. Right. And uh, sure. I, I think there's going to be a little bit of that going on. Okay. Uh, week two at Lake Fenton, uh, that won't be an easy game. Uh, no, Fenton. that was a 28-22 win for the Blue Streaks that's last gonna, year. It's a little bit of a drive, mm -hmm. and uh, that's a good, you know, Ida, Coach Potter, he's not afraid to schedule. You know, he's not that coach, again, that, that just tries to get to six. Mm -hmm. He's got two tough games off the bat. Right, and then, then and then right into the LCA, BCC, Dundee, Mason, and the the, the two games are three other games I had highlighted was was at Dundee. Mm -hmm. Of course, anytime Ida and Dundee play, that's a big game, backyard brawl, and home against Hudson and uh, at uh, Hillsdale. Uh, those are the games I think they they got to win. Yeah, and, uh, I mean one of the games that I had written down that jumps out is is if they could start off two and zero, then they have Brooklyn Columbia which Central. Be easy. Who was nine easy. and two last year? So week three, so right. that could. That's a tough uh, schedule. It is a tough I just got schedule. A tough schedule I, for themselves. I agree with that. Yeah. So, all right, let's switch over to the Tri County Conference, and we are going to jump into Summerfield. Congratulations uh, to the Bulldogs in their state championship and and baseball. Baseball. I think that we just show, that goes to podcast. show you they have athletes over there. Yeah, they do. And uh, the the Bulldogs were five and four last year. And uh, why don't why don't we jump into their schedule right right away? We already talked about week one. They play Erie Mason. Right. Uh, the, so, the, uh, the games I had highlighted were, were was home against Clinton, and uh, of course on the road in week nine against uh, Whiteford. Sure. Um, I think those are the games. You know, Sand Creek's going to be a tough opponent. Morenci's had some years in there. Pittsburgh beat them last year. Sure. Ten, um, ten nothing, and they were a playoff team. But when you're um, when you're the Bulldogs, you you want to beat Clinton and you want to beat Whiteford, and uh, I think those are the they got Clinton at home and, and wait for the on the road, but you know this is again the TCC's it's a tough conference. I wonder why why don't Dundee and uh, Summerfield play? I don't know. They're literally right down the street or field from each other. Sure, Kyle. I, I I I don't know. I mean, I'm just yeah. Maybe it doesn't fit into the one's schedule. Division five, the other one. Yeah, one's a bigger. School. Okay, that's a good point. Division so, five, division eight. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, okay. Yeah, but yeah, maybe maybe someday. Someday down the road. Yeah. All right, next in the Tri-County Conference, we have Whiteford, uh, Ottawa Lake, Whiteford, Bobcats. They were 10-1 last year. Uh, talk about schedule. What I love most about this schedule when you look at the whole thing, Schoolcraft. Oh, yeah, week three. Quality. That was the one that jumped out at me. Yeah, quality. And I, I talked to Coach Mensing a little bit about this game over text or, I don't know, whatever it was, Twitter. Um you know, giving them uh, kudos for you know scheduling that game. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great game. School Schoolcraft is a very very uh, statewide quality program for mm -hmm. its division. They went nine and three last year. They lost to Montague in the regionals, and um, you know they they don't have down years in Schoolcraft, so they're they're going to be good. Mm -hmm. Whiteford's going to be good. It's at home. That's going to be a great game. I think that's one to get excited over Schoolcraft. Yeah. Uh, and of course, when you go down the line here, the games I got highlighted at Clinton. And away at Blissfield, they. I think they, Blissfield week one yeah. after they put a whooping on Blissfield. Yeah, that was. And Blissfield turned their season around yeah. uh, and ended up having a nice year. Uh, they were seven and five, made the playoffs. Uh, but I think that's a game that they they cannot look past. I they, think it, it's going to be a tough game. When you take one. the thousands of games in Michigan high school football, the ones I paid attention to, maybe weren't a thousand. The hundred games I paid attention to, that Whiteford. Demolishing of Blissfield was the most surprising because Blissfield, I knew they were going to be good. You knew they were going to be good. Whiteford knew they were going to be good. 
but boy, they beat the snot out of them. They opened I, a can. I, I just couldn't <laughs> believe it. I couldn't believe it. But they this really year, I think Blissfield is going to be a little more prepared for that double wing. So we'll yeah, see. I think you're right. I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. that and Whiteford's going to be tough. All right, so uh, let's. We're halfway through. We are. Let's jump into the Huron League. We've, yep. we've been going for about twenty minutes. So uh, what are the people saying? That's uh, they're saying all kinds of stuff on there, but I don't know. Well, I just rather focus on the podcast. I guess. Okay, and let's do it. Thank everybody for watching us live. I'm not yeah. sure why we did this, but yeah. uh, okay. So let's jump into Airport. Airport was four and five last season. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about their schedule already. Week one, they play Ida, who was Great eight game. and three, and I, I just think that's a much better game for the Jets than, yeah. than playing Monroe, Monroe like they sure. did last year. Even though they competed they did. and gave Monroe all they could handle, yeah. I just think this is a better way to go. What else jumps out at you here? Well, I look at the beginning of their schedule at Ida, at SMCC, uh, home against Grozeal. Those that's three tough games. That's, right there. Yeah, I've had I've got all three of those on there. Another one that jumps out at me is just week nine against Melvindale. That's uh, Melvindale is coached by Derek Anderson, who was okay. a great player. Airport, yeah. Back in that's uh, I think he graduated two thousand one from uh, Carlton Airport, so that'll be kind of neat. I wonder if he and, and Coach Duffy have a couple cocktails after the game. They probably uh, will. I would assume so. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Probably depends who wins. <laughs> I don't know. Or not. winner buys. I think. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So. Uh, you know, I, I think week two and three are going to be tough. SMCC and in, in Groziel. They got to win. One, they got to win one of those. They come out of that two and one. You look out. Look out for. Yeah, they'll be all right. Look out for airport. I think that's a good way to look at that. Yep. All right. So uh, obviously, staying in the Huron League, we're going to go with the Flat Rock Rams, who finished four and five last year. And I actually read an article in the News Herald that talked about the new playoff system. Mm. And last year at four and five, Flat Rock would have got in. That's right. With that record. That's right. And uh, it's going to help. It's going to help Flat Rock. It's going to help SMCC, the smaller schools. It's going to help. Uh, yeah. They're going to get in with those. Definitely in at five and four. And as you said, four and five. Well, it helped that they beat two Class A schools yeah. uh, last year. Mm -hmm. And in Garden City had a lot of wins. And even though they probably would have been uh, seventh or eighth in the Huron League, they they competed in the right. Western Wayne. I think they were second uh, in the Western Wayne. So uh, talk about Flat Rock's schedule. They switched it up a little bit, little at bit. least week one. Yeah, they. Well, I like the game against Thurston. I think it's going to be a really good contest. It's at home for Flat Rock. I think you're better getting Thurston early. Sure. We saw yep. Thurston scrimmage last year, and they only had like. 16 kids on the sideline and I think they had 20 maybe week one and mm -hmm. then you know by once school started they had probably 30 kids out there so yep. I think they're better off getting them early to me week three four five and six jump out where you've got the view Milan SMCC and Grozeal right in a row that's that's brutal that's a pretty brutal stretch and and that was uh they had a four-game losing streak last year. Actually, was, I think it was a five-game losing streak that last was year. The, those were the teams they played. Yeah. They finished the season super strong, winning uh, uh, their last three. Right. But those game, those teams you just mentioned were the ones where they – and if you look at the scores, they – They competed. They should have beat SMCC last year. Central won in a – It was 28-27. On a heave to Cousineau uh, in the end zone. Flat Rock was there to win that game. And right. And very well could, should have, basically. Um, and every other game they competed in. They so, lost to Grozeal yep. 33-28. Mm -hmm. They lost to uh, Airport 25-21. So yeah. there were some games yeah. right there. And I was at the, the Grozeal game, and Flyrack was up 14-0 in that right. game early on as they were running 
everything. Flat Rock is no longer a team to take lately. No, no longer no. a team to take. You no. better. They're going to come to play. If you don't play well, they're going to beat you. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yep. All right, let's jump over to the Grozeal Red Devils, who were nine and one and the Huron League champs last season. And uh, give us your thoughts on their schedule. Really? There's a few games that jump out at me. I, I like I like the Richard game. I think that's a good. I'm a, glad they played a, a game nice game. I, I know you are. Your your daughter goes there, mm -hmm. and uh, Richard. That's a tough game for them. I mean, that's a, it is. The, the schedule grows. Zio, who's uh, Coach Bodner was the coach of the East All Star team that just took place this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, the state uh, East versus West. Uh, so he's recognized. We've been we've recognized him as a great for coach years. for years, and the state obviously has as yeah. well. Um, that's a tough that's a tough game for Rashard. Yeah, um, well, for both teams. Yeah, because Rashard's building a pretty was nice program over there. And, and a nice thing about Rashard is they do have some kids from the island, so those kids know each other. Sure, that's a great game. A little bit of a rivalry. That's a great game. The other games I have highlighted at home against Milan, who I, I like <laughs> this year a ton. Uh, yeah, week two right away at SMCC. Uh, SMCC is going to look to get that little bit of revenge from last year after GI beat them. I was at that game. They beat, beat them pretty pretty good. And uh, at Riverview. So they got the, the games that two of the teams that we think may be at the top of the year on league, potentially, they're both on the road, SMCC and Riverview. And that Crestwood game is going to be interesting, too. They, they're a program that's on the rise. On they the finished 8-2 last year. Yep. They won the Western Wayne. Yep. And uh, that's, that not, was, that's, that's a tough. That's a tough that, schedule. Yeah, that's a tough schedule for for Grozeal. Mm -hmm. And one thing for them is, you know, for sure they will be very, very good mm -hmm. defensively, uh, mainly because of their two linebackers. linebackers. Yeah. Uh, but they will be very good defensively. But if they can find a way to score, they'll be a tough team to beat every or every week. So, all right, let's jump in next. We got four more teams. We got New Boston Huron. Who finished two and seven last year? Played a uh, bunch of young kids. Played a bunch of young kids. Had a first-year coach. I think uh, probably a little bit more prepared this year. You know, he got the job late last year, right. and uh, so uh, what jumps out at you here? Well, I like that they open up with Melvindale. I think they can get that W. They should. They should play Melvindale. They're yep. about the same size yep. when it comes to enrollment. They're mm -hmm. both right on the cusp of A and B. And uh, that, that makes sense. Melvindale was two and seven last year, so they have identical records. Right. And then uh, they're going to close with with Garden City again, who was six and four, but Huron beat them last year. Uh, what, what other game jumps out? Uh, I got you? I got Airport highlighted. I just like that. I like the matchup of Airport and Huron. I just think they're kind of similar, mm -hmm. you know, schools, and where where this game could be that sixth win for Airport or Huron. This, whoever wins that game, I think it's a pivotal game uh, in, for the season. Um, and, and get some tough, tough games at Groziel, at Milan. Uh, two games yeah. I, I got highlighted where, you know, that's those I are think, tough places to play. I think in looking at Huron's schedule, they're, you know, week two against Riverview. Uh, if they can compete there, mm -hmm. you know, after week one, Melvindale, they've got week three, Jefferson, and then week four, they've got Airport. You know, they could potentially start off three and one, could. which would be be good for a team that, that yeah. did have a lot of youth last I year. I saw them last year, and that youth didn't play youthful. Uh, I saw them one time last year, and um, they That's right. You almost, saw them against SMCC. Almost beat SMCC. Falcons won that game 28-23. I, I was like, wow, that... This is going to be a good team. They're young. They're very young. Yeah, they uh, got a bunch of. They had a couple of big, big sophomores, I believe, who are going to be juniors, 
Yeah. And uh, their quarterback was 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 darn good, athletic, tall, fast, and yeah, I think uh, I think Huron is a team to to watch, you know, to watch for. Although the schedule at Milan, at Grozio, um, yeah, at Flat Rock, that's 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 tough. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. All right, let's jump over to Milan. Uh, the Big Reds were eight and three last season. Uh, what jumps out on their schedule at you? Well, I think they open up with Bridgeport. I think they'll put a that's at home and a pretty and good licking on Bridgeport. They kind of handled them last year, although mm-hmm. Bridgeport scored the last four touchdowns out of the weird. game. It was I, a weird game. That, that was weird. And then they added Tecumseh Week Nine, who was two and seven instead of Ipsy Lincoln. Tecumseh's probably a school that's you know maybe a little more their size, even though yeah. they're in the SEC. That's a good game. I like yeah, that I game. I like I like Tecumseh playing well, and I, I I think it's a really good matchup. Uh, the games I got highlighted at Grozeal. Home against SMCC. Back-to-back, weeks two and three. Right, and then uh, at Riverview. I think those are the pivotal games for those three teams, really, or four teams I mentioned. Right. Who can who can come out of those games with the better record is going to determine who wins the league, in my opinion. Um, yeah, and, it, you know, like you mentioned, the Tecumseh game. and uh, Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it sets up as a pretty good schedule. Um, at Riverview is going to be... At Riverview is going to be the one that might just determine the league. I know week eight. I, week eight. Or no, it's not week eight. It's week uh, five. Oh, at week Riverview, five, my bad. At, my yeah, bad, okay. at airports, week eight. Okay. Um, which won't be easy either, in my opinion. Right. Um, but I think that's going to be the, the game might just determine the league champion. But okay. We'll find out. We're going to save who we think is going to win the league for two months down the road yeah, from now. Yeah, down, down but, the road. But, yeah, the season was. I think it starts two months from almost today, right? About 63. Three days, something, something like that, like this season. That. Yeah, so. starts on a Thursday this year. All right, we've got three more teams we've got to get through here. So let's move on to. Uh, we kind of went. We were going alphabetical there in the Heron League, but somehow. Well, Monroe uh, Jefferson. We Monroe got Jefferson. Jefferson. It works out. Monroe yeah, there Jefferson. you go, Monroe Jefferson. Uh, Jefferson was zero and nine. Uh, they've lost nineteen straight. Uh, I'm going to say that'll change this year. Do they get uh, off the snide? Week they one. will get off the snide. Week one, you heard it. Uh, I think. I, well, let's go ahead and talk about schedule. Well, I. You know more about Annapolis than I do. I, I thought that might be a tough game. You you think Jefferson's going to put it on them? I hope they do. I hope they uh, put well, it on. Well, I here's I'm what, going I, w- w in here's that, what I would say is Dearborn Heights Annapolis was two and seven last year. They play in the Western Wayne, yes, which isn't a tough. We're going to talk about the Western Wayne next. As uh, it isn't tough a conference as Huron is. Yeah. Uh, week nine jumps out at me. They've got mm-hmm. one and seven Voyager. Uh, Detroit Voyager, who used to be Detroit Consortium. Uh, a couple of games that jump out at me is, is Weeks 2 and Weeks 3. Flat Rock I like and Huron. Week three. I, got I week mean, three. if you look yep. at the first three weeks of the mm-hmm. season for Monroe Jefferson, yep. they're winnable games. Yep. At home against Huron, I had uh, and highlighted as well. Uh, it's going to be yeah. an interesting game to see where Jefferson's at. You know, that's going to be a game. It's going to be a barometer for them. Well, and I think you can look at last year's game when they played Grozeal. Wasn't that game 7 nothing? Grozeal won that game. It's un- so I mean Jefferson competed. It's uh, yeah. it's it's. I think it's just a matter of time, and I think it'll come, you know, yeah. relatively quickly. But I think they're going to compete. Absolutely. So okay, let's jump over to uh, the Riverview Pirates, who were seven and three last season. Let's talk about their schedule. I know you got a beef with. I the got Pirates. a little bit of a beef with the Pirates. Pirates, the Western Wayne. We talked about this. Their opener with Romulus. Romulus is the perfect team. For the way the playoffs are set up now, they're going to get their. I don't know what was Ramos. Click on Ramos. What were they that last year? 
they were three. They and were six. three and six. Okay, but it, they typically get you a little bit. What were they the year before? Six and four, nine and two, six and four. So they typically get you six to seven wins. Right. Um, in the Western Wayne, which is probably the worst conference in the state of Michigan. Um, I wouldn't agree with that, but okay. okay. One of I them. wouldn't agree with that. One of them. All right. Uh, come on, come on. Uh, let's schedule. Let's schedule someone with a little, with a little bit of Riverview Boy, is a top. Gary throwing it out. Riverview. There. I want to see the because you know why I'm gonna have, I'm gonna I go watch. I disagree with I, you more, Gary. I want to go on record. I want. That, I went to ahead. that. I went to that game last uh-huh. year, and I'm gonna go to it again this year. Romulus. Uh, it's at home. They're probably going to throw things against at Riverview. You if they see you there. No, but I think I think the fans, they want R- Riverview. What I'm getting at is Riverview is a becoming a top notch program. Well, I would agree with that, and I think what's going on there is is you know Romulus, their enrollment has dropped big time. You know they were up over a that thousand game, that game isn't a few work years ago, uh, and and they've dropped down. Their enrollment keeps getting smaller and smaller, and they don't quite have the teams they've had in the past. Uh, but I think Riverview was probably more worried about not having a game. It's close to home. Uh, they've, There's you know. So well, let, let's look at others on the schedule I know, here. I know the go to week advantage. nine. Go to week nine. You got you have uh, the Western Wayne on there as well. You got Redford Thurston. I think Thurston will give Riverview all they can handle in that game. I disagree. Okay. I'm what else just, you got on Riverview I'm schedule? Just, well, I got I got, I got home against Flat Rock. Okay. And uh, on the road against SMCC. Uh, Central went in there and beat them last year in their home facility. I had all their their fans in my ear telling me that I know that Central's going to lose the game. And I said, yeah, they might, but that didn't happen. Uh, They're going to have revenge on the the road at Navarre to beat the Falcons. And, again, that that might be a game that decides who wins the year. It could. Of course, it could come down to week eight when they play uh, Grozile for the uh, Colvin Cup. So, all right, so let's move on to our last team that we're going to talk about, and that is the Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central Falcons. They were 9-3 and three last year. Looks like they got an eight-game schedule going on. Why don't you tell us what jumps out here? Well, of course, the opener, Madison Heights-Madison. Right, um, Madison Heights-Madison was 13-1 and one last year, and uh, obviously they lose. they lose their best player. They lost their best player, but they got a bunch their of – quarterback. They, Austin Brown. They got a bunch – they had a bunch of good players. Uh, they're good every year. If you go to their uh, look at their record over the year, they're they're a ten win team, eleven nine wins, just mm-hmm. about every year. That's going to be a great challenge. It is at Navarre, which will help. And yeah, a little uh, home cooking over there. A little home cooking. Central lost to them two years ago, right? In that heartbreaking. In the heartbreaking game. fashion. Uh, they're looking for revenge. I don't. I don't think that's why Coach Kip scheduled them, but. Um, you know that's that's a tough opener. That's a great it's a tough opener. opener. I think they've had problems finding games. And yeah. tell us about week nine. They left that open. Uh, it's probably due to scheduling, but you know a lot of people think even leaving week nine open is a good thing, as long as you got enough wins it to can, get into playoffs. It can be a good thing if your enrollments, if your numbers are down. Uh, if you remember last year, Central went into some of these games with nineteen. They were like kids. a mash unit. Yeah. A lot of teams are, you know, by week nine, you're, <laughs> a lot of the, you know, these schools with 25, 30 kids on the roster are hurting. Uh, you know, Jackson Lumen Christie has left nine, week nine open for a while. Nuval, I think, has at some point. And, um, I, you know, the reasoning, I don't know, uh, but that's just the way it's going to be. Okay. And, uh, 
some of the games I had highlighted at Milan and at Flat Rock. Okay. Uh, at Central lost at Flat Rock two years ago, 14 to 12, I believe the score was. So that's going to be a game that they might recall, and uh, I think it's going to be a great game uh, at Milan again. One of those games that could determine right. the whole. Week shebang. three and four jumped out at me. They had Milan and Riverview back to back. Yeah. Uh, I think you have to go through those schools if you want to win the Heron League. So uh, okay, well that wraps up our talking about the schedule. We went like 36 minutes yeah. on a podcast. We've been live the whole time. Uh, but anyways, not too bad. We're just going to kind of break off the podcast yeah. at that. So uh, that was our 2019 uh, week or episode, episode two, two of our podcast. So mm-hmm. we thank you for listening to the podcast. And, uh, you know, don't be afraid to leave comments if you listen. And the I new know, site. Yeah, we ended up with uh, a lot better uh, numbers than I thought we would get on the first podcast. I was looking at the numbers this afternoon. So thanks everybody for listening and we appreciate it.